You're listening to The Incomparable's Total Party Kill podcast in which a group of friends play Dungeons & Dragons on the internet. For your amusement, this episode is brought to you by Mercury Striking. In a world where 90% of humanity has succumbed to a deadly new bacteria, the apocalypse has come. On the mean streets of post-pandemic Los Angeles, survivors of the sickness have been turned into mindless killers that never stop coming, while the uninfected struggle to find a cure. Out of the chaos, a hero begins to rise from the ashes, and his name is Jax Mercury. It's part apocalypse drama, part romantic suspense, part medical thriller, and part action-adventure. Mercury Striking by New York Times best-selling author Rebecca Zanetti asks the terrible question, how would you survive? Available now wherever books are sold and at kensingtonbooks.com. This is episode 71, posted January 2016. Strumming his piccolo. And so now you're back. It's, uh, you know, I think it was morning when uh, you fell into this pit, so it's early afternoon now that you're out of it. I, I could use a rest. We just we took just, a, We did. We took a, long, a short rest. So if you want to use hit dice, you had time to do that. Yeah, but you don't get your spells back. That's yeah. true. Yeah, I feel I feel like if we were, we were planning on leaving in the... In the morning or this morning to go? Yep, you were on your way out. We may wish to uh, go sleep a night and then because we're not gonna we're not gonna leave tier mid afternoon. That's no good. No, I think we need to sleep overnight and then try to keep a low profile and not be caught by the. So perhaps we should go. Is that the best time to leave tier when it's not blazing hot out? Uh, Well, we'll leave early in the morning, but we'll head for. For Fort Melodar. You don't want to travel at night. You know that. It's really dangerous. It's true. Yeah, but it's incredibly dangerous when it's ridiculously hot. It turned out that also true. <laughs> all of Athens yeah. is incredibly dangerous, it's but late always, at night is worse. It's yeah, always really night. dangerous, but it's less dangerous when we have our spells. Yeah. That's that's true. It's never not true. dangerous. That is an excellent point. All right. Let's go take a nap. All okay. right. You take a nap. Awesome. The night passes uneventfully. You wake up in the morning. Woohoo. Uh, remind me, how far had we gotten with making pl- preparations for heading to Fort Melodar? I believe you're on your way to make preparations when you fell okay. into a pit. <laughs> okay. Well, we've fallen into a pit and killed some guys. So, guys, let's let's make sure it's an early morning. And so, you know, have, I'll to do, say right? that uh, in the afternoon before you went to sleep because you still had plenty of hours. That you went yeah. to your local kank dealer, you rented some kanks or whatever, and you could pick them up. You've got prov- provisions. You're ready to head out in the morning. Right, I hope we drive this kank. I hope we've I got the kank it. club gold so that we could. They, there's just the kanks already waiting with our name on it. We don't have to check in. <laughs> I actually, I think <laughs> renting renting things to adventurers who are about to go into the <laughs> desert is one of the worst Athasian business they, models out they there. They call it renting. They know it's not. They know that's well, that's the same kank dealer back. from which we rented those previous kanks that we left out in the desert. Yep. <laughs> yes, but he's would. he's changed his business model and now there are just rows of kanks and you, you rent a certain level and then you can take anyone in the row. So oh, that's pretty cool. Just, <laughs> that's nice. You just like chain to a thing and you put a gold piece in and the thing op- opens up. You have to wear like a fake must like a mustache and a beard. <laughs> No, the insurance covers it. He's got. He knows that some some kanks don't come back. It's fine. It's Athos, yeah. man. Yeah. The only the only model worse than being a kank rental is kank uh, insurance on it. <laughs> or or in the also, wor- only model worse than that is kank reinsurance. Those guys also kank breeding is easy. There 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 are a lot of kanks. The world's full of kanks. Lots of kanks. It's true. It is cankerous. Now, nope. uh, <laughs> it is not cantankerous. Can- oh. I see three heads shaking. Right now. <laughs> 
I was not. That's got to be a record. Oh, see, uh, thank you, Eric. You were always my favorite. (laughs) Do I get inspiration? Yes. (laughs) Your tenth level. (laughs) I'm taking the inspiration. You said it out loud. He did say it in the past tense, though. So, oh. Uh, So you head off into the desert. You realize it's going to take you a few days to get to Fort Melendar. You are going through the desert. The first day, everything's fine. You come to. uh, I have a question. Yes. Does my kank have a name? Uh, no, you've been through the <laughs> desert on a kank with no name. <laughs> well, I have, yes, but does this one have a name? Did you name it's, it? Its name is Ur. Ur. <laughs> and gotcha. you're feeling sore. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and so you uh, stopped to rest. Well, that was great. <laughs> there you go. You it are- is uneventful. <laughs> It is uneventful. You come upon uh, a natural resting place. Uh, there's a grouping of cactus there. Uh, you set up camp. And uh, does anyone want to check out the cactus? <laughs> that sounds like a leading question. No, I won't do that with a water butterfly. <laughs> do, does any one of the cactuses look cacti look like a beautiful woman who's welcoming us into a tent? <laughs> no. If we pull one arm of the cactus, does it open a secret passage? Oh, I don't look, like there's the a map. fact that they're so colored. <laughs> okay, I'm running away from the cactus as fast oh, as possible. No. <laughs> we leave those cacti alone. So I'm the next day we move on. <laughs> we continue. So it's up to you guys, wherever you want to camp here. Yeah. Regdar would like to recite there. to you a, a, a lecture he once heard on the dangers and and perils of cacti in the desert. Do a saving throw to maintain consciousness. Can I roll a uh, nature check to uh, to make some determinations about this? Well, she knows uh, that I'm going to sure. investigate the farthest corner of the map. <laughs> All right, and this is definitely out of here, dealing, guys. Definitely dealing with a desert, right? It, it is definitely we're in the desert. This is a desert flora. All right. Prime desert opportunity. This is the <laughs> rule of three, but that's still a thirteen. All right, so. These, you think they are? Nor- you are certain that they are just cactuses, and you've read. Uh, you know, you haven't read because you can't read. You know that your <laughs> elders have taught you that if you slice one of these cacti open, it is full of uh, liquid that you can drink. All right, I will share that that information with the group. Say we've got. Uh, we've got drinks for tonight. Um, maybe some of them are fermented. That would be exciting. And uh, I'm, I'm looking around the area to see if there's any other creatures that are wandering about on the fringes that might have discovered this about the cacti and are living in the area. Uh, give me a perception check. Okay. I would like to roll another nature check, too, to figure out where right, well, that's the best a three. You don't see anything. Anybody else Ooh. want to look around for tracks or anything? Yeah, I'll, I'll look around. Yeah, me too. Tracks Perception's pretty good. Oh. <laughs> nope. I 11. You, you I, I got slightly better Carlos than you guys. Carlos knows he's in the desert. You are Carlos, all certain that there have Carlos no follows been... his own tracks around an outcropping of rock for about 20 minutes. I got a 27 <laughs> on my uh, check for animal tracks. Uh, okay, so you notice that there have been some normal animals. It doesn't look like there's anything that's been... Uh, congregating around here, especially things have been coming past because it's the desert and it's an active place, but uh, nothing that you think has set some sort of trap or anything like that. Okay. Um, let's see. I feel like there's some special ranger stuff with being in the desert. That means we should all be safer. Um, we can't get lost. That's something. You know exactly where you are. Yep. Yeah, look for um, a natural place to camp that uh, 
provide us more protection against the elements and potential predators. Yes, I would like and to make a survival roll for that. Okay. There's like steps going up to these cacti. That's interesting. Uh, let's see. 27 on a survival check to determine the best place to camp in this area. Uh, the best place to camp in this area. Yeah, just like the, you know, what would be roughly. Uh, well, you know, the cactuses are on like a little raised uh, butte. I don't know if that's actually the right term, but. Yep. Uh, <laughs> it's a so it gives you a good uh, vantage point. So the desert is fairly flat. So if you go up, it's like a 10 foot raised area. It's irregular, okay. but it, it, it'll give you a good view of the surrounding area. All right. Um, I would also like to point out that even when I'm engaged in other activities, like foraging or navigating, I still remain alert to danger. So, just in case. Just oh, in case I have danger sense. Way to go. Yep. Um, all right. I think we should camp by the cacti, and I will... Let's see. How big is my alarm spell? Because I can set up that uh, little perimeter for us again. Shoot, I should totally have taken that tiny hut spell that I had the option for. I'm waiting for us to do all of this and then have Scott say, the nice pa- night passes uneventfully. Now you continue on. Glad we had this map. All right. The alarm spell is it's, not all that big. It's a pretty nice map, though, isn't it? He did. He it took is. all that effort for that map just for us to go to sleep and then continue mm-hmm. on. The alarm spell is only helpful if we're in sort of a cave and there's a door or something that I can... All right. So once we get up there, I would like to set up the alarm spell uh, probably like the over the easiest approach area and hope that all right well tell me show me where everyone is i will move up to by the cacti this is where i think we should camp okay so you walk up near the cacti uh stay some distance from the cacti so let's move you how how did uh you get up there uh presta i well it if it looked like well it looks like this is probably the easiest way to go up would be yeah it's easy to climb up there on the southeast corner there, by the way. It's it's not hard to climb up, but as soon as you get within 15 feet of one of these cactuses. Okay, so that's back here. Yes. Something happens. Okie doke. Uh, and I will assume that uh, Carlos is also where he says he is, and everybody is where they are. So when Carlos and Presta get near two different cactuses, uh, needles shoot out and attack them. Yeah, just normal cactuses. Great Uh-oh. nature check, everybody. And Tony is not on this map. <laughs> Sorry, Tony. So is this not the kind of cactus I thought it was? It can is. we just we we can just leave? Right? They're just cacti. <laughs> like, let's you, not intentionally just leave. Them. Roll diplomacy. Uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> we come I'm in just, peace, cacti. We come in peace. I'm going to use intimidation. What can I say? I had a 27 cacti. on my check. There. I think I, I, there's no way I could have known. Yeah, I, I, Scott's cheating. That's a <laughs> I'm not cheating. <laughs> You would never do that. That's totally cheating. Uh, let's see. Eight needles shoot out at both of you. Uh, what is Presta? What's your armor class? It is fifteen. All right. So seventy-three. Yeah. These things are automatic hits. That was just an academic question. <laughs> he's just making. He's just making uh, conversation. I just like to check that you know what your armor class is. <laughs> Five needles hit you. And you take one point of damage each, so that's five damage. Uh, and but the good news needles. all your vaccinations are now up to date. Four needles <laughs> hit uh, you, Carlos. So you take four points of damage. Don't you even want to know what my armor class is? Uh, I know what your armor class is. Okay. <laughs> Man. The answer is too low. Too low. 
uh, and you feel like these uh, have embedded themselves in your skin as though they are barbed. And oh, you is this peyote? Feel, are these guys going to go on a yes. wild, strange trip you, now? You feel that you are pulled one square towards the cactus, and as you get closer, you realize that there are another set of spines on the cactus uh, that look much more pointy. Hmm. And uh, okay. now we should probably roll initiative. Oh, God. Sorry, guys. <laughs> this is very, very embarrassing. Go back to ranger school. 15. Stay away from the colorful things on the map. This is the lesson we all should learn. <laughs> These are very rare, which is why you did not know. Did not know what they were. I am not cheating. Uh, <laughs> right, look exactly. It's like the monarch butterfly and the viceroy. Like I thought, this was a different kind of cactus. Presta, what's your initiative? Fourteen. All right, Kachka. Kachka has a five. Oh, and she's proud of it. Uh, and so do the cactuses. Uh, Regdar. Uh, three. Oh, that's not good. Carlos. Eight. Thanks. You're welcome. You guys are not doing very well on initiative here. And Umlal. 16. Umlal, you go first. Great. What do I know from where I am? Which is apparently pretty far from everybody else. Uh, well, you hear uh, some startled uh, yelps and you notice, uh, certainly you saw uh, Presta was walking towards the the, the butte there. Uh, and then you know she was jerked violently five feet forward and you you notice some strands uh, that seem to lead into this cactus. Oh. Um, how hard is it to go a clamber up the side of this butte? That's easy. Be careful. <laughs> well, I it's mean... It's so easy guys... the cactus can pull you up it. So good news is, now that I assume I'm fully fifth level, uh, I get an extra 10 feet of movement as long as I'm not wearing heavy armor, which oh. is never... So I can zip right up to this sucker. You are never trying to cut it. Do you really want to do oh, that? Do These things really? shoot needles. Yeah, and then you're stuck. I was trying to get walk closer to them. I was going to get. The, I was trying to cut her loose. Can I grab her from <laughs> over here? Then you want uh, to slice through the ropey strands? Give me you, a strength check if you want to grab her and rip her off of the needles. This is going to hurt me that more than bad. it's going to hurt you, except probably not. Only when I uh, turn around and <laughs> smack you in the gut. Twenty-one. <laughs> Uh, all right, so you grab her and you pull her out, and she takes. She has five needles embedded in her, so she takes five d four points of damage. Sorry. <laughs> well, but I the guess good it's news better is than hugging a cactus. Better than what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. So that's six. Ten, Silly ranger, don't you know not to do twelve with points of damage? <laughs> that's not bad. And that's Umbolster. Uh Scale. I am going to use my uh, mage hand and give my rope to Jason so that I can help pull him out from the cactuses. Uh, Okay, so the mage hand is floating its way over to uh, Carlos with the rope. (laughs) With a rope. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would throw it, but I wouldn't make it. No, I love that. It's a great use of a rope and a mage (laughs) hand. You've had these barbed needles ripped out from you. Can I? Oh wait! Can I? Can I make the, the mage hand now go around Carlos and then? No, it, it'll take a round to get to Carlos. It travels thirty feet. Um, uh, fine. It could go. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. It can't completely go around Carlos. I'll just have it wrap around his waist, uh, so that he can't go Carlos any closer. Carlos is more than okay. five feet around. 
Hey, it's, it's the holidays. He's put on a little <laughs> come, on, come on. That's right. It's Sandmas. It's Sandmas, yeah. I'll just have him and wrap around him Sandica. and then I'll hold Happy the rope Sandica. so that he doesn't go any closer. Maybe just okay. hand it to him. I believe it's called the festival Well, I would assume sand. he would grab it, but I don't know. Uh, Presta. <laughs> Carlos just stares at the rope. Yeah. <laughs> what is this rope? Oh, <laughs> uh, Give me a constitution save, uh, Erica. <laughs> Constitution save. Oh. Okay. Six. So I'm guessing that doesn't do it. Okay. Are these poison? You are so high right now. Uh, (laughs) maybe. Everyone's going to want one by the end of it. Okay. Presta, your turn. You're still your turn. Do something, if you like. This episode of Total Party Kill is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items and pop culture gear. For less than $20 a month, you get four to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, and unique one-of-a-kind items. Make sure to head to lootcrate.com slash partykill and enter code partykill to save $3 on any new subscription. Loot Crate's more than just a subscription service. It's an entire community of fans. They share their experience and interact with each other around the unboxing of every month's crate and they guarantee the people at loot crate forty dollars in value in every crate and sometimes it's a lot more every month there's a different theme all items are curated around that theme for february the theme braves the dangers of alexandria the uh, people at loot crate have bribed some mercenaries with chimichangas mercenaries love chimichangas to bring the finest loot this side of the afterlife the theme is the dead and it reaches across genres to bring you five different exclusive items, including a t-shirt and two figures to celebrate new episodes of The Walking Dead and the solo film debut of Deadpool. You see the theme there? You have until the 19th of any given month at 9 p.m. Pacific to receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. So go to lootcrate.com partykill and enter code partykill to save 10% on your new subscription today. Thanks to Loot Crate for sponsoring Total Party Kill. Now that I recognize these are not the cacti that I thought they were, do I? Yes. Do these I were know not the cacti. You suddenly the realize. Wait a second. This is a spider cactus. <laughs> oh spider no! Spider cactus. That's creepy. And you know that spider cacti shoot out these tethered barbed needles, drag their prey onto them, and they have feeding needles that impale. Uh, they impale things on and then suck uh, the life out of them. All the things that we just determined by experiencing that. Okay. Exactly. Well, no one has been had this life is not a good thing. What is, is what is their range? Do I uh, you know that their range is 15 feet, and okay. you know that they can once they shoot eight barbs, it takes a while for them to re uh, reset. Basically. Yeah, they weren't pulling you into to hug you. Okay. These are not. Like nice you would way. think that randomly there would be creatures out there giving us good things. Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> and, yeah, on average, uh, sure. <laughs> Um, and do I know if uh, attacking them with ranged attacks will get them to let go or stop pulling or eventually they'll die? Uh, they will eventually die. You know that they are not immortal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How do they do for fire? They are not particularly vulnerable to anything, but they have uh, a set number of hit points in game terms. <laughs> uh, and you know that you can attack <laughs> the... Scott explains the... D&D to us. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can attack them they will take damage that's right they have an armor class they you might need to roll die. a d20 <laughs> um you also know that they they tend they paralyze their victims uh as well and you can the strands can be cut okay 
Thing. And you know that blunt weapons have no effect on a strand. Do you say blue weapons? Blunt. <laughs> yes. Blunt. Oh, okay. Blue I thought that was very specific. <laughs> All right. I am going to move out of – I'll yell to everybody, stay 15 feet away from them. And you can cut the strands. And I'm going to move – let's see. One, two. I'm going to make sure that I am – is this still within 15 feet of that one? It is. Good grief. Everything's within 15 feet. All right. There. <laughs> There's something wrong with this map. You're still within 15 feet. No, I'm not. No, I'm just she's... out of range. <laughs> Forever, you're 15 feet. All right. And I am, let's see, I don't have any throwing weapon that has a, a sharp edge that could actually, well, I have a dagger. Just what are the chances of I can, that I can throw a dagger? And uh, probably You're not a legendary just, hero. You can do it. I, I'm not a legendary hero. Uh, you are. Believe in yourself. I believe in you. Mm-hmm. Just don't hit, don't hit Carlos. Yeah. No, actually, I'm thinking it's, the, it's probably better yeah. for me. I'm going to just try to uh, attack the cactus. the cactus directly. Yep. How dare you, cacti? All right, so you I'm are attacking sh- the Carlos cactuses, I like to call it. The, yes, the yep. Carlos cactus. 14. That hits? That hit a cactus? Yay! Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't move around cactus. a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, cactus is amazingly stationary. Yeah, I suspect their deck saving throw is going to be very low. Uh, it's very five low. points of damage. All okay. right. Uh, this is arrows, I suppose. Thud yeah. into the cactus. That's my and, first uh, attack. Oh. If it's, if it's not, you know, totally It's dead. not dead. Uh, oh, that was so close to a 20. But it wasn't one, sadly. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm guessing a f- uh, five does not hit. Five does not hit, no. <laughs> that cactus dodged. Carlos, you have been hit by four, I think? Four needles. Yeah. Can slice I do the, slice the strands? Use a use a knife. You could slice the strands. You feel like you could uh, use your strength and rip the needles out of your flesh if you that like. That hurts. <laughs> Pro tip. Uh, can I can I try to use my tricol to slice the strands? Oh. Sure. You can. You have two attacks, so you can hit two. So just a regular attack. Yep. First one's a twenty-three. That hits for thirteen damage. The strand is severed. You are now three. So can I run away? Uh, three, not free. There are three. Strand- oh, there are three more strands. Uh, yeah. uh, I see. Well, then I will just do my second attack. That's a crit. No, that's not a crit. Twenty-nine still though. That that hits. Sixteen. And now there are two strands. Oh, and give me a Constitution save. Seventeen. Okay. You don't want to rip out those needles before you uh, start getting uh, affected by them. I think you're supposed to pee on them or something. <laughs> Keshka, it's your turn. Keshka, and it's your you, turn. Go ahead. You feel right, like you I have to urinate. On, I pee on Carlos. No. <laughs> That's a, where are you? <laughs> I got a 60-foot range on stream of urine. Yeah, you're going to so. roll to hit me. You do have well, to I'm roll. Quite, I'm quite some distance down to the south here. I, I see I that. went up the helpful stairs instead of clambering up the side of the, <laughs> the butte. Uh, let's see. So... He's still got two ropey strands stuck to him. Is that correct? That is correct. Mm-hmm. Yep, and some rope uh, and some actual rope around around. Oh yeah, tail. he has a rope tied around his waist. Oh, and a rope tied around and his a waist. spectral well, magical hand hovering near him. It's tying him off. Oh, you yeah. got a lot going on, Carlos. You have a complicated <laughs> life. Um, it's, that's just Carlos' life. It's the way he is. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm trying to find my uh, Chachka's range, and I'm not sure what it is. Oh, my favorite Kachka's Chachka's is my favorite shop, by the way. <laughs> Joke never gets old. What are you trying to hit? Uh, I was going to sever one of the ropey strands with my Chachka. Uh, that's within range. All right, I'm going to give that a shot then. All right. Uh, that is a fourteen. 
Uh, that'll hit. Beauty. And it does seven damage. And that strand is severed. All right, you're down to one. Um, yeah, I think that's about all. Who wants to take that last strand? Uh, the cactus goes. Oh, no. Uh Uh-oh. No! Uh, let's see. So it's going to pull you. All right. I'm holding on. Boop. No, no, but I'm holding on. Well, give me a strength check. Oh. (laughs) Oh. Uh, 17 or higher. It's the cactus's strength. (laughs) Okay. Well, let's let's hope for something. (laughs) (laughs) I fall down into the sand and I'm being dragged with it. You you are dragged one square ahead. (laughs) And now it's... uh, (laughs) Doesn't do anything else. Oh, well. Well, actually, let's see. Yeah. One already fired. Oh, but that one didn't. How yeah, can that's that hit go me? down 10 feet of hill? Yeah, how the heck can that hit me? It can. It hit me in that same spot. Are, are you telling me that these mines curve? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you that it was a gentle slope, remember? It's super easy to climb up. It's more of a rainbow arc. So it can see you. These are, these are, it's magic, man. So we'll see. Maybe they, maybe they miss. There are only eight of them. What's your armor class, uh, Umla? 74. (laughs) (laughs) It's gone up one. Two of us can play this game, Scott. After Mm. he was a beetle, he kept the beetle armor. 16 is my armor class. All right, so you were hit four times, so you take four points of damage. We healed up before going, right? Yes, and now it's Ragnar's turn. All right, uh, so Umla didn't get pulled closer, but he's currently tethered? Correct. All right, I've been practicing with my protractor, and this square... Is within 20 of all of the cacti and not within 20 of any of oh, my friends. Look at this. Look at this. Oh. Cacti, it's not personal, but I'm having a really weird week and I don't have time for this. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, ass- I'm assuming that your ability to do a dex saving throw is limited. Um, so enjoy 8d6 fire damage <laughs> <laughs> as I cast a fireball into the midst of the swarm of cacti. Is it technically a swarm if they're not moving? I mean, <laughs> their spiny needles are moving. What, I call what's it. The cl- what's the collective noun for cacti? A uh, cluster. That's boring. Oh, this is a cluster, all right. <laughs> yeah. A spine. Okay. Well, a mess. A mess of yeah, cacti. Mess of cacti. I would like to deliver thirty-seven damage to each and every cacti in there, unless right. they do a uh, saving throw to avoid it. Uh, what is their DC? Uh, it's my spell save DC, right? That is yep. correct. Um, which I believe is... It went up one. It went up one. So my spell save DC is 17. All right. Uh, Let's see. Two of them save. Five do not. How much damage? Dude, Redgar Um, not messing around. It's been a weird week, dude. I used to have a hat. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So 37 damage to the ones who did not save and half that uh, to the ones who did. Ragnar came back as a better person, but also a bitter person. It's there's a there's like a Doctor Who metaphor in there for you. So he's no longer just a regular guy. Yeah, he's the guy that wouldn't die, except that one time. But Ragnar, (laughs) I got that. He doesn't remember it. Yeah, that's the exception that proves the rule, Jason. Wow. Uh, What is half of thirty-seven? I was really hoping you were going to do that. Eighteen. Yeah. Did I just kill several cacti? You did. 
I feel that's a lot of damage, including the one I that had a hold on. Uh, I feel a little better. I'm Jason. Now, yeah, let yeah. me t- let me ask a question. I did I kill the cacti that was tethered to Carlos, or was that a different cacti? Uh, no, you killed both of the Umal and Carlos's tethered cactuses are dead. It's, it's like I meant to. So, all right. Regdar just, like, dusts his hands off and turns to walk away. <laughs> I, re- I assume He's, you guys will take care of the last two cacti. Yeah. Take care of the rest, peasants. Uh, Umal. Didn't say that. I'm we just, don't even I'm have tired. to take care of the rest of them. We really we can, can just, just walk away. away. We can't. Yes. Oh, I, but I'm, I'm now out for, I'm now out for blood. blood. Oh, no. Out for cactus vengeance. Scale, scale, do you want to be living the, less, the rest of your life looking over your shoulder with a cacti following you? <laughs> no, of course not. Of course not. That would be ridiculous. By out for blood, I mean out for whatever liquid is inside the cactus. Right. If that cactus is inside the cactus, do I know if you can drink the liquid inside these? You cannot drink the liquid inside these. What, what, what do the spines nope. do? Because I might just carry some of these just to poke people with later. Well, you don't know what they do yet. And it's it's right. Umal's turn. Wait, so. we'll wait till... I'm hurling two javelins well, at the nearest Preston cactus. Now that Preston knows it's a spider cactus, she should know what uh, what they can do. I do, I do know that they pa- they can paralyze. Yes. 27 and 20. Those both hit. Sweet. So we can like paralyze people with these if we shoot them out of a blowgun or something. <laughs> or just... Use our gloves and... Or put it in a people. catapult. <laughs> that is a total of 17 damage on that nearest cacti. That is not how catapults I'm standing work. by my blowgun idea. <laughs> uh, that cactus is dead. Come on. Yeah, you load some cacti in the catapult and shoot it and people go, ah, cactus, ah! <laughs> Have you ever had cactus, cactus stew? I bet it's you those stuff. two numbskulls that were following us around trying to get on the caravan probably would think twice if they got hit mm-hmm. by a cactus. That's true, wouldn't we you? We launched the whole cactus at them for sure. So, Oblal, anything else you want to do? Um, no, but I will retrieve my ca- my javelins after we kill that last cactus. Okay, well, keep that in mind. Uh, Scale, you have uh, roped yourself a gladiator. <laughs> An American gladiator. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of any of their names. Is it Gemini? Laser. I don't oh, know. They're very 80s. Nitro. I zap. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I dust myself off and say... Uh, a fleek. I meant to do that. It's a very aggressive mating ritual. You and, take half uh, your movement to stand up. <laughs> and um, one cactus left. Yep. Do you pull on the rope? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll I'll let I'll let J- Jason. Do you want to? I asked Carlos if he wants to go and destroy the other cactus, or is he walk? Is he acting weird right now? Uh, no, no weird. Just weird it's just chilling. Weirder he's than not usual. actively running or hitting anything right now, so maybe. No, yeah, he's just hanging out. Okay, I I give him some lead on the rope, but I still hold on to it. Just <laughs> <laughs> She's not taking her eye off of you, Carlos. I had a, I had a vision of Carlos trying to run toward a cactus and being yanked back by the rope. <laughs> right nope. Before at the last second. Well, at least for Carlos, why didn't we think of this sooner? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Those little harnesses? Yeah. Uh, Maybe with like a little bear on the back or something? Pull his nose to the side if he's trying to go somewhere. You. Yeah, I don't like the sound of this. Flipping pages is never a good thing. There's some flipping pages uh, because I need to tell you what happens. Flipping pages! He's looking for the section that says great things that happen to elves. (laughs) That's right. Where's that that random table of uh, boons for elves? (laughs) (laughs) Do they make a special boons for elves? They do. A plus Is that two. Goodberry Hill or something? Knick-knack, paddywhack, throw the alpha boon. Bank error in your favor. Uh, that was also good, by the way. You are about to do whatever it is you are going to tell me you are going to do when you feel poison flood through your body and you are paralyzed. 
you are incapacitated, which means you can't take actions or reactions. Uh, you automatically fail strength and dexterity saving throws. Uh, if I attack you, I have advantage. And I'm uh, the one that can cast lesser, rest- lesser Restoration. This is great. All right. Well, I... So you, you can't do anything. You can... I Do I fall down? Uh, yes. Okay. You collapse. Well, okay. You're Thunk. ready for a long rest then. <laughs> so at least everybody will notice there's something wrong and don't think I'm just standing there being yeah. a jerk. Yeah, very... Press to fall down. Like I usually am. <laughs> Carlos, it's your turn. You've got a rope around you. Uh, you see that there is a, a half-elf attached to the other side of the rope. There's a dead flaming cactus in front of you. And uh, you've got some barbs in your chest. Uh, yeah, I guess I rip the barbs out or try before I become paralyzed. Uh, okay. Well, she ripped them out pretty quick and she still ended up paralyzed. So maybe oh. you should gingerly mm-hmm. pull them out so you don't take that damage too. Do I have the ability to do something before just, I find myself l- paralyzed, l- Scott? Leave them in forever. Uh, yeah, I, what could I, go wrong? I will. You do not feel like you're going to be paralyzed. So. All right. But he does see Presta fall down and he's. You probably, you probably knows two, that two, two and two yeah. together. That wasn't just heat yes. exhaustion. Guys, I can tell you, I got a lot of tetanus shots as a kid, and the thing I learned from that <laughs> is that needles are bad. Needles are bad. <laughs> so what is this seven that you've just uh, rolled? I, I'm attacking with my Dehada twice, the far-off cactus there, and I missed and hit. Oh. Uh, the hits roll uh, damage. Four. All right. Well, it takes four points of damage. Yeah! <laughs> Carlos says... Excellent. And you, so you're not ripping the, the, the things out of you? Well, I could. Can I? Do I, I have the time There's to... only one in him at this point, I should point out. Well, no, you were oh, cutting no. the strands. They're he still in the him. Strands. Oh, Maybe what? don't still rip four them out and him. see if anything, if it does That would be an action. And so your attack was the action. You yeah, can't... so no. Okay. Uh, Kashka. Huh, okay. You saw uh, a big flame and a lot of flaming cactuses. Although the one nearest to you is still not flaming. <laughs> So I take it these cacti don't qualify. Do they qualify as creatures? Uh, uh sure. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll viciously mock this last remaining cacti. <laughs> <laughs> viciously mock him. You're the last one left. You, you call yourself a cactus. <laughs> you call those spines. Here. All your All brothers your are blooming are onions now. You are spineless. <laughs> oh dear! Zing. Sorry. Uh, okay, so that was if the, the target skull. can it hear was the me, rabbit skull. though it need not understand me. By the way, it so does not understand you. That makes some sense. <laughs> it must succeed on a wisdom saving throw with a DC of fifth. No, sixteen. Now it succeeds. What? I rolled oh, a nineteen. Called shenanigans. I rolled nineteen. Wait, you rolled nineteen? Really? Yeah. That is one hardy cactus. It has a zero. Uh, Thanks. So I took what I rolled. It was a nice. It has a zero. It doesn't well, even have a penalty. It's, well, it's a cactus. It Maybe it doesn't have ears. It doesn't have ears. It's lived a long so. time. This cactus. It's seen yeah. a lot of a lot of stuff. Uh, the cactus can't do anything. Cactus may be wiser than Carlos. Rektar, what do you do? You see uh, a thrycreen mocking a cactus. You're a little puzzled, but <laughs> not not the weirdest thing we've seen this week. Uh, <laughs> no. Let's see. I kind of figured everything would be taken care of by now. Um, <laughs> he had walked away. You did tell them to take care of the rest. Yeah, he uh, he was he was doing that thing where he walks away from the fireball, like uh, not yeah. even looking yeah. back at it. Like, hey, Preston, did you have a chance for a saving throw before you got paralyzed? 
Uh, I did ha- do a constitution saving through on my previous turn. All right. Oh, yeah, well, so did I. Before my turn passes on, then I'm going to send some bardic inspiration to, to Carlos. All right. Well, I'm just going to magic missile uh, it. Carlos um, has already taken yeah, I, his already, uh, constitution saving throw. I already took yeah, it and I, passed it, right? Did you? Okay. See, I yeah. failed Oh, you mine, did? So. Oh, okay. Never mind. I will. Uh, well, there's nothing I can really do for you unless... And that cactus explodes. Oh, <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> yeah. Regdar, whenever he casts Fireball, he walks away from it. it he thinks it's because it, it, it makes him look cool, but also his eyes are really delicate. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look into the Fireball. All right, all the cactuses are dead. All right, who so wants baked Presta, cactus? Can these things still launch their little spines in death? You realize Presta is not answering because she's paralyzed. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to lose the ranger. Is there anything we can do to bring her out of the paralysis? Is there something um, I can... There's frequently that you can make a remedy for Pultus. a paralysis with the blood of the thing that caused the paralysis. Well, that should be easy. <laughs> I am unsure if cacti have blood. Uh, someone can make a heal check. Or medicine. medicine. That's, some, that's some deep cut knowledge there. I have a really good medicine check. You, yeah, you, you cannot helpful. make a medicine I check. I rolled an eight. I'll, I'll make a medicine check. What the? Yeah, heck? me too. I got a plus two or something. I got a one. I think I just killed <laughs> twelve. <her. laughs> all right. Well, none of you, Stop as you're all ineffectually thinking about medicine and what you could do, uh, Presta snaps out of her paralysis and realizes that the poison, while potent, is short-lasting. Oh, oh great, Presta. Ah. Glad you're here. How do we cure paralysis? Son of a kink. <laughs> <laughs> so are these things still are these things still potentially lethal in death cuz I know some cacti will shoot spines even when they've died. Uh, uh, no. that, you know some cacti still shoot Stop spines. Stop giving him ideas. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I then what's the, 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 the child of these cactuses is watching you on the a dune and will now follow you for the rest of your lives. A single a single cactus liquid tear rolls That's down. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I asked oh Presta if we can take some of the spines and if they would still be potent. I'm going to uh, recommend we search among the cactus in case some previous victims. Give me uh, a nature check, Presta, if you want to. That's a good idea. That yeah, was that cactus wearing any armor? <laughs> Did it have some uh, weapons? I'm going to so. dress up like 20, a cactus. Uh, assuming these are desert cacti, uh, 25 on my nature yeah, check. Do they have any desert. spending money? Does this cactus have a billfold? <laughs> uh, you realize if you're very careful, you could collect the uh, spines, but you know that there's a chance that if you prick yourself, you could poison yourself. I'll wear my gloves. Okay, For about yeah. 30 seconds. <laughs> I'll wear my gloves and put them in my little tiny backpack. Uh, <laughs> roll uh, constitution saving throw. I like the 30 seconds on where they go in to pick it and then they, ah, and they fall down. And then 30 seconds later, they get up, pick another one. Ah, <laughs> Damn it. Let's get rolled to 20. All right. You successfully put a spine in your bag. <laughs> don't, don't like throw that bag down on the floor when we get to the, the campsite. <laughs> I'm going to be you searching can. through the bag. <laughs> I will Down! carefully ah! investigate around these cacti to see if there's any sign that somebody else might have previously Yeah, remnants of previous here. victims. Yeah, remnants on their treasure. I will do that. <laughs> treasure. Uh, Use every part of the buffalo. Uh, a potion. God, people are dropping potions left and right. One stinking potion. A potion of superior healing. Ooh, superior. Also, a canteen full of mud. That should probably be given to somebody with superior hit points. Not Regdar. I have I have sixty now. That's a lot of hit points, dude. I Seriously, have, uh, I'm a barbarian, guys. I have fifty nine. Yeah. 
I currently only have 25. Yeah, I currently only have 45. Lack of sophistication means lots of hit points. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, totally. Yeah, that's where your guys for that. That's the trade-off. Well, now that the cactuses are all um, dead, why don't we actually set up camp? Uh, I'm never going to. (laughs) And this, this, uh, whoever is taking this superior healing potion should write down that it regains 8d4 plus 8. Wow. I'll write that down. Oh, man. (laughs) You want want to take it on, Wall? You, You can take it. I, I would like a potion. I never get anything. Oh, yeah, Umlau never it. gets anything. Do you want a tiny rabbit skull? No. <laughs> so now there are eight burning cacti. It called me yep. dumb. <laughs> Which is like and a ugly for any tembo in the area, I should point out. Well, now I'm, I'm heading up now. <laughs> there are... You, you, you look around, there is nothing danger... Well, any more dangerous than normal uh, around. Great. I'm, I'm going to sleep. I need spells. I don't think Thank we you. should camp up here if yeah. uh, well I mean how how tall is the just to the north that that hill area? Are we concerned about reinforcements? <laughs> we grow really fast. They are slowly creeping. Uh, we might roll. Yeah. All uh, that's, the way you know, one. it probably goes up maybe thirty feet. Okay. I'm just I'm just thinking we should probably find a place where we can put a hill at our back. Yeah. And kind of curl up in a uh so you can see up the, in uh, towards the north there, there's a little uh Well, here's an idea. Maybe you should roll mm-hmm. to find out what a great place to camp would be. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it would have been near the, the, the water cactus. For, mm. In my defense, those cacti look exactly the same. Actually, to be honest, cacti. if we hadn't killed them all, those would be a great thing to have at our back. As long as they mm-hmm. stopped stabbing us in them. Those yeah. cactus look just like Preston's friend Bob. It was just like an honest <laughs> mistake. He's a really nice guy. The resemblance is uncanny. It's, it's crazy. Bob also shoots spines at people. But I, I think that we should, should put a wall at our back so I can cast the alarm spell in front of us so that if something sneaks up on us, we'll hear it. As long as nothing crawls up and you know that, uh, that right. mountain. That's, you that's see there's this little area here. What if I, if I double click? Does it do a thing? The alarm spell have worked on cacti. They don't really move. They don't move. Uh, once the spines went through, well, yes, spines that would have Spines go flying out. Mm. Suffice it to say, there's a good place to camp. <laughs> You you camp. It doesn't matter because nothing's going to happen. You camp. Everything's fine. Alarm okay. spells set up. Uh, you wake up in the morning. Nothing happens. You continue on. <laughs> okay. Good Yay. times. Yay. I will also forage for actual food for us. And, you know, yes, I incidentally, uh, since we're in the desert, uh, I can find uh, food and fresh water for up to five other characters per day. And I assuming... can for up to ten other characters per day. Fine. <laughs> in the desert. <laughs> So you are wake up. You f- continue on to Fort Melodar. Melodar is a sleepy little outpost on the edge of the verdant belt north of the Lost Oasis. Earthen ramparts and a ditch filled with deadly brambleweed protect the fort from attack. Inside, the compound is divided into three areas: a large, dusty square for visiting caver- uh, caravans or visiting caverns, yeah. a cluster of barracks and sham offices, and lush gardens with a palatial manor in its center. Several I assume wo- we, we learned this from reading the flyer they have posted outside. <laughs> several wooden watchtowers rise above Tourism the earthworks, information. and you could see several patrols of Sham soldiery going about their business. Soldiery is an odd term. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I have some questions. Guys, it says we should vi- visit the scenic gardens. Yes. So uh, as you watch the fort, you notice a plume of dust to the south crouching behind some thorny bush. You wait and watch. Eventually, the dust plume approaches, <laughs> revealing a large party of Sham warriors. You count about 30 of the soldiers marching in precise rank. In the center of their column, 10 of the warriors... I attack the Sham warriors. <laughs> 
I, t- I attack Kachka. The thorny brush extends its uh, its poisonous branches. And Ten kills of us the all. warriors carry odd caravan boxes slung from shoulder-held poles. A brawny mole with a gleaming vest of steel, steel mail leads the small company. Would you say that our elevation fort. allows us to see over the fortifications? Yes, and, and you continue, we continue to watch. To watch. The company marches through the lower compound of the fort and into the Sham barracks and warehouses. The porters carefully lower their burdens, and a number of Sham agents swarm around the boxes, carrying them into a plain warehouse. After a short time, ten kanks carrying sealed urns and other cargo ten are led out from urns. the same warehouse. Nine ladies there. A caravan is quickly organized as a small party of elves appear and take possession Nine of the kanks. House Sham guards. The elves lead the kanks out of the fort and turn east, setting ten off at a rapid pace. sealed urns. The company of Sham warriors remains Nine in the merchant compound for about an hour, Resting and watering. And then they fall into ranks and march out of the fort again. They head Eight back to the same way they came, slowly disappearing into the dust and haze of the deserts to the south. And a desert to the south. Do you want to follow the elves, the soldiers, or enter the fort? Scott, could you read that again? I didn't get all that. <laughs> Suddenly, you all have massive heart attacks. <laughs> And thus ends the quest for the Shaquat Beatles. Total party cardiac. I didn't say a word. A cactus walks by and drinks your blood. Yes, Presta, you're already his favorite. Tempos. I'm just cementing my position. That's right. You'd Did say I it's recognize a low any bar. of the elves? Uh, no. Yeah, I was wondering where they came. Oh, there is a small party of elves appear and take possession. Yeah, if, if you were listening to what I had read, you would know what happened. Well, some people were interfering with the reading of the uh, text there. <laughs> Who? And so this this picture that I have displayed helpfully for you, with mistakenly some text in it, uh, <laughs> is what that you see. That was odd a caravan box. Well, boxes, the sealed urns would probably sound like something that the Shakwat beetles would be carried in. No, were they sure. the same or type of urns, or were they different types of urns? Like we we know what kind of urns they they carry the uh, the Shakwat beetles. You think that yes, those were carrying Shakwat beetles. Yeah, okay. so they carefully uh, surrounded the burdens there. So I think I think priority one is probably so the, the known elves. beetles with the elves that before they get further away. Priority two is the fort. And let's never deal with those soldiers ever again. I'm on board. I'm good with there never dealing with the soldiers many ever again. Soldiers. Wait a minute, the elves? They just led the kanks out. What, and I assume yeah, that the, the soldiers are going to the source of the beetles. Oh. Because oh, they crap. come from the source of the beetles with the big things oh, full of beetles, and then they the go back soldiers. there. Yeah, don't okay. just bust Bold the soldiers on the street. Yeah, yeah but the sol- I mean, we're already at the place where they're delivering the beetles. Do we really want to follow but a bunch of dudes the to some completely the other place? This is not the source. We need, we're supposed to we find the to find source of the, the beetles. beetles right, you know that the beetles... I suspect uh, we can find that out from one of the many people here at the fort who just took delivery of a bunch of beetles. By asking them. Steve, you follow Kanks, you're just going to find Kank dealers. you got to find the soldiers back to the source. I don't care about the Kanks. I just want to go into the fort and uh, you know beat people up. Well, there's no Make guarantee that people in the fort will know where those soldiers come from. They may keep their, their you know, where they're com- coming from. Regdar and Amal have created a bulletin board without following people without being noticed. We should totally follow those soldiers. Guys, let me show you my crazy wall I've been working on. The diagrams. Randization. All right. So you have three choices, basically. So you should come to a consensus. You can follow the caravan of elves. You can follow the the thirty warriors, or you can go into the fort. It's the holiday season. I say we follow the caravan of elves. I think the elves, because they have the kanks and they have the beetles, and we need to kind of find out. 
Well, the only thing we'll find out from them is where they're delivering these these beetles to. And I mean, that would be saving a whole bunch of people from those beetles. They're the most active threat, but they're probably the least information about where the beetles come from. Exactly. So, you know, the people in the fort will have information, and they're neither soldiers nor a group of elves who are probably heavily guarded. But we're not very good at getting information out of people. We're better at (laughs) running after and smashing I've just I've seen the way we operate. All right. Well, so. it's a crapload of soldiers, that is and a, a lesser soldiers. party of elves. I vote for either the elves or the or the fort. I feel like those are our better opportunities. The soldiers we can probably track. That's, That's true. true. There's a lot of them. So yeah, we do have a a crack ranger who knows all about cactus and things here. So <laughs> I'm good at tracking. I almost drowned on a desert planet. We all make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> what did okay, Scott? What did we know about this fort? We can we can always come back to the fort. We can't always follow both of these groups, and it's much harder to follow elves than it is to follow. So that's a very good point. That uh, they know that the beetles are coming or being shipped to this fort. You don't really know if the so you know the beetles themselves. The Shaquat beetle is not. Uh, what is it normally doesn't do what they do. These mysterious shakwat beetles do. So you know there's a process that is being put on them. So you don't know if the beetles are being delivered here pre or post process. Ah, okay. Mm. In which case, I vote for the elves because since we don't know whether these beetles have been, you know, shakwatified, uh, that <laughs> we. <laughs> we, we might as well. It's follow my favorite the elves. Shaquille O'Neal role. If they are already dangerous. Then we're saving Therides, people from them. the defiler who makes the beetles likely lives here at the fort. Yeah, I think we need to find out. Right? I, I'm I'm inclined to enter the fort if we don't know where in the process they become mind control beetles. I suspect it's here at the thor- at the fort with uh, where Therides probably hangs out. I wouldn't think so. If the soldiers brought the beetles here, we saw them immediately taken by elves and taken away. They didn't even go into this fort. No, that's a good point. No, so, no, ten I mean, kings carrying sealed urns and cargo. Yeah, no, no, no. they were carried into the warehouse, and then the elves came out with some fresh cargo. They didn't come and pick up the... Yeah, Yeah, for a short time. I think the warehouse is there. So I think the conversion's happening here. It's a stash house. Mm, Okay. And if it isn't, maybe we'll get a lead about whether we need to be following the elves or the soldiers. Right. Well, the elves have some dangerous beetles. The soldiers probably just have beetles. Quite possibly. For what that is worth. But there are 30 soldiers and a small party of elves, so... Elves can be dangerous, man. I vote against 30 soldiers, man. Last time we fought 30 soldiers. That's better not to think about that again. Yeah, and we have we have like 20 friends we when we did that. was really battles that we probably <laughs> Look, let's, and this let's time we don't have a catapult that we're details. totally incapable of using. So what are you doing? Also, Why this is chapter vote? 43, Sham Warriors. So that's Chapter includes- 43? God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you guys will finish next time, though. <laughs> Choose I feel like adventure. next time you're going to finish. All right. <laughs> should, we do, should, we do, should we do a vote? Yes, let's do a vote. All right. Actually, uh, I shouldn't say. You guys should decide if you want to vote. Umal, what do you, what's your call? I'm, I'm going to vote for Fort. That's one for Fort. Uh, Presta? Um, I think the Fort, given that we think maybe it happened here. Two conversion. for Fort. Scale? I say the elves. That's two for Fort, one for elves. Because that's moving. Uh, the Fort isn't moving. Yeah. We can go back Carlos? to the Fort. Warriors! Okay. The the soldiers? Okay. So, all right. Uh, Warriors! Kachka? I'm going to go Fort. I think if we're looking for the source of the Beatles, the guy who makes them 
Bad Beatles is probably the source. All right. Well, Regdar would vote for the elves, but it looks like you got three for the fort, so I think fort is where we're going. Carlos changes his vote to fort. (laughs) (laughs) Always on the right side of history, Carlos. Ice Bear says fort. So it's unanimous, he says. Carlos, uh, D-Dwarf, political science major. All right, so yeah. you guys go towards Fort Melodar. It's an open trading post, so you walk in. As you walk in, you notice uh, that you're walking It's seeing other trading posts, and it's cool. I'm cool with that. You uh, walk through what is known as the North Gate. You notice that there are uh, about 10 Sham guards here. Uh, they don't take any particular notice of you. Uh, you walk into this kind of uh, compound or open area, uh, where there are lots of caravans getting ready. Um, there is uh, a tavern uh, by the name of the... It's the Shockwad Beetle. The Broken Tankard. <laughs> the Broken Tankard. Uh, there are a bunch of... You see a Sham warehouse that is guarded. Uh, you you think that you could not just walk into the Sham Gatehouse. Oh, there goes my where, where, warehouse. But we do have those cool Sham tokens that have been so useful up till this point. Mm. And some uh, of us do. One's they're great for the Sham Metro into the Sham Warehouse. That's right. Let me see if there's anything else in this courtyard for you. Uh, there's some stables. And, that's a damn uh, Sham. That's it. There's, uh, so you walk through a gate. You notice that there's another gate to uh, the north of you. It's uh, all the way you, down. You ask around, and they say someone who's working on a caravan says, "Oh, that's the the Sham quarters. No one's allowed in here. Caravans are just allowed in this area here, known as the caravan compound." Good thing we're not in a caravan. That's what they call a caravansary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think they call it that. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's a word. But they do. <laughs> totally is a word. Yeah. <laughs> Just because I said it in a funny voice doesn't make it not true. Not on Athos. So what do you do? You've got some stables. You've got a, 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 a tavern. Quarters. You've got a, a, a guarded gate into the Sham quarter uh, qu- uh, section, which is where the warehouse is. I think we should send Scale to to ask some questions and talk to people because she has less of a tendency to piss people off than most of the rest of us. It's all relative. Maybe, Kashkash is not bad at it either, but... I don't think we piss people off so much as bemuse them. I think we get both. So I'll go up to the... Let's, I'll go up to the guards that are, um, that are in front guarding the Sham warehouse and I will use um, my charisma and uh, okay. try to be very friendly. And ask them, hi, you know, Hello. I, I, I was, I was following these, these people around here and they said that this was a really great place to hang out. What are the things that happen around here? Uh, caravans arrive, caravans leave. Now, do they seem to have keys on them to the, are they defending? Like, what does the gate area look like? How do you get in? Uh, it looks like they would yell to someone on the other side who opens up the gate. We have guys who yell. We do, we do. So I say, um, so what what exactly do you guys do here anyways? We guard this gate. It sounds like really boring work. What's what's inside of the gate? Uh, House Shams quarters and the warehouse. Yes. That sounds like a really important job. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) So so tell me, when, when do you get off of work? 
I am getting off of work in about an hour, and then I'm going to head to the Broken Tankard. Everybody hangs out there. Mm. So you can hear be... about a lot of things at the Broken Tankard. Ah. Well, I guess maybe I'll see you back there later on. I hope so. Okay. Wink. <laughs> As your party bard, I'm going to recommend the pub to all. Just mm-hmm. putting that out there. We should be asking questions to spe- about the caravan that just came and left. Like, did it actually go to the House Sham area, or did it go someplace else? Could we even see from outside? Uh, yeah, we saw it go to a specific warehouse, didn't we? <clears throat> well, if I remember correctly, the company marched through the lower compound of the fort and into the mm-hmm. Sham barracks and okay. warehouses. Then the porters <laughs> carefully lowered their burdens, and I believe a number of Sham agents swarmed around the boxes, carrying them into a plain mm-hmm. warehouse. Which yeah, was yeah, that's that what I recall see. as well. Yeah. That's, that was the part where I, things got confusing for me. Gotcha. I think some of that cactus cactus juice was still uh, addling my brains a little bit. We, Preston needs to cut back on the cactus juice. <laughs> you might also recall that after a short time, about ten canks carrying sealed urns and other cargo. Okay, what are you doing? Oh, All on. right, yeah, let's we should let's, the, let's head to the, the hit the tankard. Tank, tankard. All right, you enter the broken tankard. It's a fairly yes! nice uh, the pub. Tavern. It caters to the various caravan and desert people who come by. Uh, you see, That's there are Pro-tip. several people. Never order the fish and chips at Athos. <laughs> <laughs> it's just saying. Fish. Uh, you see uh, a scarred female mole behind the bar. Uh, you see an elven bard uh, strumming a piccolo. Uh, you how do you see... strum a piccolo? Steve. <laughs> Which doesn't make any noise, but you can do it. He's doing it. He, that's how good he is. <laughs> you, know, you don't never strum, strum your piccolo in public is kind of a classic bard rule. It's an athasian piccolo. <laughs> It's just, it's just a, he thinks it's a piccolo, it's just a guitar with one string. That's a nice guitar. It's a piccolo. <laughs> and you see a sham guardsman who seems like he has been heavily drinking. And you also see some, obviously there are a number of open tables. Uh, you don't need a reservation. <laughs> because of, yeah. Because of the piccolo strumming. <laughs> Uh, I play the flute. I've never tried strumming it, but I'm curious. You're missing out. There's a whole dimension there. It is part of my character build. I kid you not. It is. Rangers have my particular kind of ranger has a musical instrument, so that is something I can do. Are you secretly a bard? Is that what you just found out? (laughs) I asked the uh, the drunk guy, uh, but, you know, hey, uh, I saw, was there a caravan that came When do you get off of bar? (laughs) 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 Uh, A caravan? I don't know. There's a bunch of caravans. Really? Yeah. Do you know what was in the last caravan? (laughs) I don't know. Was it elves? Maybe they had elven stuff? Was it something really expensive, what they had? Because I have this gem. I'm looking to buy something. If you could maybe let me know what was on there. And I I take out one of the thousand, whatever, hundred and something, 150 gold gem. And I, I show him very gently that, like, maybe like I'm, you know, looking to buy something for a friend. Uh, well, he, he stares at the gem and he's like, I could tell you where to shop. <laughs> What are you looking for? I'm looking for something much rarer than that, though. I was hoping that's something that the elves had brought by. Well, how rare are you talking about? The elves have... Rare and deadly. Deadly? Well, 
there are these I probably shouldn't say I there it's worth much more than one gem. Two gems? I said much more than one gem. Oh, oh. <laughs> I might have a few gems. Uh, for maybe I don't know three gems and uh, uh, fermented cank blood. Uh, Point of order: three gems is not really that much more than one gem. I it's two thirds more. He's drunk. He's drunk. <laughs> don't bargain up. I I might know something. What would this something be? I give him some more ale. Well, I, I would have to see the gems before I told you this. Okay, I show him the second gem. Uh, I, I'm pretty drunk, but I can still count, and that's only two. <laughs> now you got four. I show him three. No, three, three, three. He said three. All right, come, come here. Come here closer. I get closer. Uh, he's, he's trying to whisper, but he's not. He's in the same volume. So there are these, these elves have these uh, beetles. Uh, they're going yeah. to this place. Uh, uh, what, what is the place called? Uh, Caldenar. Caldenay. Caldenay. Take uh, me away. That's where they, they come here all the time. The stupid elves. I hate the stupid faces. Uh, they come with their beetles and their stuck-up attitudes. And then they... I back oh. away slowly. I want to make sure I'm not in his line of sight. <laughs> And then, then the the agents they come out and they do something they hide the beetles in like some stuff and then they go off to Caldenay. What do they? What do they? What do they hide? Now who? What? Who does these things? Who runs this? I some shab people. I. And where is it located? Can you? Where is? Uh, so Caldenay, you'd all recognize the name of Caldenay as a uh, kind of legendary ruined dwarven city that was destroyed in some kind of cataclysm. Uh, nobody knows what the cataclysm was, uh, and it's about two days' travel from here. So, if you can help us find out more about this and sneak us in, these three gems will be yours. Wait a second! J- what? Why? Who are you I people? Want... What, what are you looking for? What? What are you talking about? He, sud- he, he suddenly realizes he may have said too much. No, He's like, what? don't worry. I'm friendly. Don't even. Don't even. It's all good. This is, <laughs> could be very profitable for both of us. Who's going to notice if a beetle goes missing? <laughs> I, uh, give me the, I think you should leave. If he starts yelling, you may need to poke him with a cactus spine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, tell I, anybody I said anything because of course I, I, I sh- wouldn't. Shouldn't don't say even worry. No, nothing at all. Yeah. I let everyone uh, know. He passes out. Should at least flip the guy a couple of gold pieces or something. Okay. I bought him a beer. He's fine. What else are you guys doing? Oh, okay, that's good. <laughs> that's as good as gold. So that make us feel like the destination of choice here is Caldenay? That's where they're going. That's where they're going, but it doesn't tell us who's doing all the magical stuff to the Beatles. But where have they been? We know who's doing all the magical stuff to the Beatles. It's some dude named Therides. Who you've met. Mm. Oh. Uh, we well, have. you know. Yeah, he was one of the defilers when you guys were caught in those cages. When we were all captured, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, time yeah. in the cages. I blocked that out. Mm-hmm. There's also somebody named Sherisy who was uncertain of how to proceed with issues with the beetle bonding process. I don't know if we have any idea who that person nice. is, or I don't think we've met that person. Well, there are other people to talk in this tavern, or you could go, you know where Caldenay is, so... Well, it's, uh, who else is around? Yeah, we could, a- we could mean, ask about Therides and see if anybody knows where he is. Yeah, I guess we should we should try and rule out pretty quickly whether the fort is a bust and we need to track those elves ASAP. Or, of course, we, at least we know where they're going, though. We do know where they're going, but they're fast, right? They are very mm-hmm. fast. Catching up with them is going to be hard. Uh, right, I'm going so, to drunkenly stumble into the drunken guy as uh, though he's I'm not out. part of this group. Oh, he's passed out now? Yep. <laughs> what the hell? Take, take his stuff. 
Yeah, you can steal the money you gave him back. (laughs) No, he does not have any keys. All she gave him was ale. I don't think you want that back. (laughs) No, thank you. So who else is about? Uh, There's the bartender. There's the elven bard. There's Uh, not like a conspicuous defiler in the corner. (laughs) uh, Nope, that's it. All right, well, I'm I'm going to kind of stumble sort of haphazardly towards the elven bard uh, as though I'm slightly inebriated, although I'm not. Oh. Ooh. Roll and, uh, uh, I'm tr- deception. Right. Do you guys have like a secret secret bard handshake or something? Deception. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's or a plus. is it bluff or something? I don't remember what it's called. No, it's, it's deception now, great. yeah. All I got right, a 20. Good. All right. You you look credibly slightly inebriated. I have some experience. All right. I'm hoping that uh, um, professional courtesy uh, extends here since we're both bards and all. So I'm just going to say, hey, you know where this guy Therides is at? Uh, Therides, you say? Have you seen hmm. him around? I've been looking for him and I can't find him. Uh, well, I think if he's the guy, I've, is he a human? Wears robes? I, kind of somebody. I, I can't. They all look alike to me, you know. <laughs> well, you and me both, brother. Uh, he's an elf, but <laughs> he also Great. hates and humans. He's a, so. This bard is also wow. an elf, right? Uh, he says, well, I don't know. I, I know that he uh, – there's a guy who might be 30s. I don't know. He comes every once in a while uh, from Caldenae, I think. Uh, they they uh, Caldenae! I'm a little parched. <laughs> Caldenae! I have I, I I could tell you more, but I'm I'm so parched it it pains me to talk. <laughs> oh man, I didn't even realize. Hang it's on, Athos. I got let me get you a beer. I We're all uh, parched. an ale. Uh, what, yes. what are you drinking? Uh I'll take three ales. Three uh, three okay. <laughs> that sounds good. Thirsty. I'll take three too. It's very dark. You got the uh, arms here. for it. Uh, all right, the, I, I order the, up six ales. The mole uh, pours them out and brings them over. Uh, and he, he, the elf downs two of them immediately, uh, and says, so, uh, the seal, they, they, I know that they send, uh, some stuff to Caldenay, and then it comes back in these sealed packages. Ah, uh, that's, okay. I was just wondering where this guy Therides was, but that's good, in, that's good knowledge. Uh, well, he always comes back, <laughs> <laughs> this, this Therides guy comes back with the sealed packages. He came back, uh, like a week ago, and then he left again. Uh, okay. Good to That's know. great. Uh, so he's, you think he's in Caldenay then? Uh, as far as I know, that's where he is. Uh, yeah, but do you know about this guy, Sersti? Ser- uh, hmm. No, I haven't heard of him. Oh, okay. Just wondering. Hey, this is pretty good beer. It, it is. And then he drinks the third one. You should drink that other one. Oh, you already did. <laughs> you haven't touched any of yours. Uh, yeah, we drink differently uh, Three Cream. We kind of osmos <laughs> through the air. That's um, fascinating. It's wafting right you now. Stick a claw oh, into the glass. Stuff. I drink a beer anyway. Uh, all right. Just, just to you know, make it clear that I'm not completely screwed uh, with him. The bartender goes up to the uh, other people who are not at that table and says, "Could I get you any drinks?" Ale. That's you guys. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. She, she gets you an That's ale. That's very nice of you to offer. Thank you. All right. I'll have mead. Uh, she gets you a mead. An ale, as long as it's on the house. Uh, it is not on the house. <laughs> Nothing for me. <laughs> I will. I will get Amlo an ale. I'll have your on the house ale. <laughs> Free as in beer. Uh, all right. So she gives you beverages. And uh, is there anything else that you guys want to do in here? 
No, I think it's pretty straight. We have to go to Caldenay. Can I ask Caldenay? the bard if he'll oh. let me uh, strum his pickle? Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Roll hey, a charisma check. You don't know. That's date. not something you do. Carlos, don't know. That's not. That's not polite. That's not, not cool, man. That's not polite. That's not cool. Don't do, don't do it, man. This bardic code. Maybe he's strumming his piccolo. <laughs> <laughs> I lost. I, 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 oh, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna hear. It's a critical hit. Uh, all right. <laughs> He says, you, okay. you, you look like someone who would appreciate a good piccolo. <laughs> I want to leave now. <laughs> I'm ready, to, I'm ready to, to go. And he hands over his piccolo and says, let me, let me show you how to strum it. <laughs> Carlos Night, pays everybody. close attention. <laughs> now, Carlos knows how to strum... <laughs> An elven piccolo. I bet Carlos is going to get better information than Kachka did, though. <laughs> Anything yes, else that you would when like? It, to when do? it comes out, he might not be too happy about it. <laughs> God no. <sighs> All right, wow. so okay. you have you have two Shall choices. We? You can go the Caldenay at this point. You could try to sneak into the Sham quarters. Uh, or you can try and track down, well, I guess you have four choices. Try to track down the Sham soldiers that left, or the Elven caravan. Well, the Elven caravan is presumably on its way to Chardonnay, so... <laughs> Caldenay. <laughs> can somebody, maybe somebody somebody with charisma should ask where the soldiers come from, since we know where the elves went. It would be nice to know the other... Though, correct me if I'm wrong, we now know that the Defiler is at, is probably at Caldenay, and that, like, mm-hmm. that seems like, yep. that is kind of... Though that is not the source of the Beatles, that's like a key part of the Beatles. So well, it seems like, like the, if, the soldiers are probably we think they're yeah. they're house Sham, right? Yeah, yeah. So oh, and Caldenay protecting. is only ten miles south, so that's like half a day's travel. Yeah, we know we presumably know that the soldiers are coming from some house Sham outpost or something. So some place where they're, they're they're collecting fresh beetles and and as we know, the beetles are harmless before then. So it seems like the defiler dude is the dude. He's the source. Uh, He's the dude. Yeah. He's the man. I think so we got to go to Caltanay. All right. So I'm going. You re, You go there. Uh, you take. <laughs> you, you travel ten miles to the south. Do uh, we see any cactuses along the way? You, you, see, you see zero cacti. Uh, I will read this text and then we will end. But we take uh, a short detour into Technocticlan. Apparently, <laughs> uh, the skeleton of Caldenay looms before you in the reddening dusk, surrounded by blowing clouds of dust. You've already passed ruined buildings and small fortifications, the ancient fields and defenses of the city. Scattered among the weathered road are the skeletons of hundreds of people, soldiers, merchants, slaves and craftsmen, tools and weapons. In one inn, you find dust-filled bowls and plates laid out for a feast with the revelers slumped in their seats. Whatever happened to Caldenay struck swiftly and without warning. The city is almost completely ruined, but you can still make out the looming shape of a dark ziggurat in the center of the city. And then we will end there. Forever. That's the end of the adventure. That's right. It's really Congratulations. Well done. You have learned that life doesn't always have satisfying conclusions. <laughs> It'll never end. That's why. <laughs> no! We'll be, we'll Next be. time we play. Last time for this adventure. Okay. Sure, before. sure. I know, but this time I beat it. 